I don't know, but yeah, bro. I'm like scroll. I was scrolling through the messages, and and literally, I was, I was like, yeah, this is this is a ridiculous. This is a crazy idea. Like, <laughs> this guy's unhinged. You probably, you know, <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen. But, but I'm also like, he could ball. So this is so this is what we wanted, right? Like, we got our second star. We got everything's coming together. It's coming together finally. This is good. This is something to rejoice, and that's what I'm going with. And really, what I'm going with actually is um we just need to stay tuned because because this is like actually the first, the first move of many yeah i think i think there's gonna be other moves but really like more so this is like i don't know like we just have to see how it plays out because i think this i think we're favorites now to win and if we get a ring then if we get a ring all's good all's good I, I think mean, hell, so. I mean, you could you could even make the argument if if we make an NBA Finals, and that kind of moves the the doomsday clock of has been inching towards midnight, and by that I mean we have been getting closer and closer to like mm, it doesn't feel like Luca, and you said it yourself in our group chat, it does not feel like Luca is going to stick around if we continued on the trajectory where we're going. We have radically altered the trajectory. Now, whether that's good or bad remains to be seen. Uh, this this whole scenario feels like it was concocted in a lab to drive Mavs fans crazy because you have everyone is immediately like to their side. Like, like I am in the camp of like this will blow up. This will not work. This this will inevitably lead to disaster. And then you have. And both and both sides have valid have valid ideas. I'll, I'll put it that way. Valid arguments. Valid theories. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie is an all star. He is he is the second star that could potentially propel you. I I find that dubious, but but there's no doubt that the talent is there. He he is immediately the best player that Luca has played next to in his entire Mavs tenure. Now, how often he plays and how that works out on the court remains to be seen, but there's no arguing. He is, he's more talented than KP. He's more talented than, I mean, he was the, he's the best player in the deal, in the trade deal. Um, one quick, one quick moment for station identification. If you were just joining us, this is an emergency, emergency, capital emergency uh, podcast with Jay Bonnie and Andrew the Goon Bennett here at Buckets and Beyond. Um, if you were, if you were anywhere, like two fifteen p.m. Standard Time, Central Standard Time on Sunday, February fifth. And you were a Mavs fan, then you'll know where you were when uh, the Shams was it. Sh did you did you see it was the Shams tweet first, right? I saw. I got a uh, a Yahoo Sports notification. <laughs> oh Lord! Okay, Jay's yeah, living in, in two thousand nine, um, <laughs> but we got the Shams alert or the Waj bomb that the Mavericks had pulled the trigger on a trade for Kyrie Irving. They will be sending 
Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-round pick, and I believe one, maybe two second-round picks. Two second-round picks. Two second-round picks. Okay. Okay. Um, To the Nets for Kyrie Irving, and then I think later we learned that uh, Mr. Keith Morris uh, will also be joining Kyrie. So um, the vibes are definitely different. The vibes are big time different in DFW and they're going to change a lot. And we got four more days until the trade deadline. Um, Yeah. Jay, do you, any other thoughts on, I'll say this, this is to, to be the optimist, the positive in a, in a scenario. And I saw this pointed out and it's hard. And I can't argue with this. When teams try to double Luca they're going to have to deal with Kyrie playing a four on three when t- I mean, so, and that immediately this team, hopefully you're presuming on paper should be able to torch opposing defenses. Um, that's the positive. We'll see how it shakes out on the defensive side of the ball, but just right off the bat, you know that this team should be able to score buckets um what else what else but out of this trade are you excited about maybe let's start with the pros before um yeah the pros obviously are Kyrie he's a compartmentalized player right like all of his issues are off court okay all of his issues are personal all of his issues are not basketball really because on the court to this day, he's a monster. Okay, like on the court, he's actually he's actually undeniable. Okay, and, and when whether or not Durant's there, you could plug Durant in, take Durant out, put put this guy in, put that guy. Like, it, it, he could play defense too. His his defensive statistics are pretty much comparable. Like like his his performance on D is very comparable to Dorian's, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, maybe some people push back on that. I don't know, but um. Yeah, me, I would push back on that. Let's let's fair, hold the okay, phone on Kyrie Irving being as good. <laughs> fair enough. I I don't see him as a defensive liability. I don't I don't see him as like um someone who's a complete nobody on defense. So it's not like we have to worry too much too much about lineups. Like he's not a, on the positive side. I think the basketball is way way up. Um, now now um the other stuff. While I am concerned about it, I do think that Dallas is a a maybe a preferred destination for someone like Kyrie <laughs> and like there's you know you, there's all types of ways you you could go h- however deep you want with 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 you know with the ideas there with like what Kyrie's gone through man from from his polarizing political opinions to his like straight anti-semitic straight hateful straight like he's he's crazy bro he's crazy so um <laughs> me someone who is who is especially sensitive to the spectacle i'm i'm willing to uh you know i'm excited by it and and um also just uh i don't know man like more fired up than anything and maybe maybe a little less cautious than other fans are because this isn't boston this isn't new york okay like this isn't where Kyrie's from you gotta remember Kyrie. i, I believe he's from new york so he's got all types of roots up there you y'all who live in Dallas, you know, you don't see a lot of New Yorkers around here. Like it's because people who, like, people who live in New York, they usually stay there. All right. Like people who live in Texas, they usually stay in Texas. Like it, it, it tends to go that way because these places are so, 
dope really at the end of the day i mean to, to put it just super simply super generally in just one word so i mean this is a huge transition for somebody to move from like a new york to a to a dallas so i think there's potential for not a reformed Kyrie. i'm not saying he's going to start going to church and he start going i'm not, I'm not saying he's, he's going to turn into dwight powell but um you know like there's potential for this to be a better a better situation for him on on the personal side too you know in addition to obviously playing against someone like luca where the basketball side is going to be fire <laughs> but yeah yeah um yeah the positives for me are definitely uh we've we've talked for nigh on two years now how the roster needed to make some significant changes there needed to be some significant shakeups um because the current roster was not cutting it uh and that's not to say that we don't need and love guys like dorian finney smith and spencer dinwiddie but it's just the current roster construction was not going to put us in title contention i am not i'm not going to be one of those people saying that kyrie irving puts us in title contention because we've seen it in boston oh my god boston's got kyrie irving they're going to be so great with that young core and kyrie irving nothing Oh my God, it's Kyrie and KD. They're going to be unstoppable. They're going to make a final. Like, this is no brainer. We've, you know, and there's not, there is a pattern of on the court, off the court behavior, what, what have you, that lends itself to this not working out. But the end all be all is that you got the most talented guy, you've improved the talent level of the team. Uh, and you've opened up a lot of other possibilities uh, when it comes to roster construction. Ben, our our day-to-day host, uh, pointed out that even if Kyrie walks this offseason, which I think he will, I think this is a rental. This is part of the pain that comes from like giving up Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer, two guys that are under contract control through next season, for a guy like Kyrie – who is more talented, but who you're going to have for four months. I certainly hope he's only here for four months. I I personally, this is me, this is Andrew Bennett uh, tweeting this. Uh, tweets, are, tweets are my own. I, I don't want to commit long-term to Kyrie Irving. Maybe if we win a championship with him in the next four or five months, maybe you do. But right now, at this very moment, by no means am I committing four years you know 150 million 160 million to Kyrie Irving um but the positives the positives the roster is now up up in the air as to what what changes come Jay do you have any any thoughts I've already seen folks pointing out Christian Woods days might be numbered with the addition of Kyrie losing Dorian Finney-Smith we're going to have to upgrade on the defensive side of the ball in some areas. What what moves do you see the Mavs making in the next? We've got four days. Nico's got four days. Four days. Um, man, I, I thought it was interesting that um, we still have a first-round pick upcoming. I, I believe it's... I believe it's more recent than even the first round pick that um, that we gave them, which is 2029. So we do have first round picks that we could have given them that we didn't. So that's that you know that that does leave open some more options, some some more flexibility with this. 
and and we we know we got our our younger guys too that who are being underutilized that we can move for somebody i um i i really didn't think that we'd pull this one off i i I was more betting on um the lakers doing something you know equally shocking and you know something maybe outrageous like just giving away everybody for for kyrie you know you know you know how the lakers get down the gm uh mickey (laughs) but um i don't know what I could see us doing something, but, but I, I don't know. It, it does, it does feel like we lost minutes, but at the same time, we have guys that aren't getting minutes. Um, the, the firepower is going to be something that we're going to have to take a few days to digest. Even, yeah, I, I'm sure the front office have been mouthwatering over it, but I wasn't super concerned with losing Dorian. I was, I was, I was hoping he'd be in a package like this because if we replace them with some firepower, we could have less games where we're, where we're, you know, barely inching through. And, um, and you know, like we could get back to being like that just strong firepower team that just shoots people out of the gym, which is kind of what Luca wants to do anyway. Um, so honestly, me, now that we've, now that we've made this move, I would hope that we make a move to further push the firepower narrative and, and may, maybe get somebody big who could, um, who could, you know, clean up rebounds, obviously do some defensive stuff, but but maybe somebody who could put up some points down low. Um, that would be a move I would hope we'd make, if anything. Marcus Morris certainly fits in a, you know, you could argue he fits into that mm. category. Yeah. So Dorian and Spencer are gone. Your trade pieces that you have left are Reggie, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., you obviously would love to get off Davis Bertanz's contract. Um, I've seen some fans pointing out there, there have been rumors that Bertanz and a first for Boyan Bogdanovich from Detroit. And that makes, that's another first round pick that you're going to lose, but that makes some sense. If you are pushing all of your chips in now, um, Boyan is a, I mean, you go from Bertans, who does who plays maybe ten minutes a game, barely, um, to Boyan Bogdanovich, who is a who's a starter. Um, so that's a definite roster upgrade. I I would love to see us hang on to Christian Wood and potentially extend Christian Wood. I'm still team extend Christian Wood. I think he is um, he is the big with that firepower that you uh, could use. Uh, I get wanting to get better defensively. I think more than more than more than likely, Tim Hardaway Jr. is the one that is gone. Um, yeah. We've established that Reggie and Josh are better defensively. Reggie is heating up offensively and is starting to hit. Finally, that we're in in the new year. Yeah. Uh, Josh Green is clearly the future at shooting guard small forward. Um, I think, I think Timmy is gone, uh, either in a trade to Miami. There's been rumors about a trade for Tim, Tim Hardaway sending him to Miami for unknown pieces, potentially Duncan Robinson, which is another bad contract. Um, or there are rumors of T- Timmy in a swap for Karis Levert, who is a slight defensive upgrade, gets you the same kind of, um, uh, maybe a little bit more of a shot creator. Um, 
a little bit better size from Lavert and another expiring contract. Um, again, we talked maybe two weeks ago that if we were to make the Boyan and the Karis Lavert trades, you know, simultaneously swap Timmy and Bertans for those two guys, I think that is a net positive for sure. Um, agree, but yeah, it'll be an interesting four days. I mean, I we felt. I mean, until two days ago, we felt pretty clear, like, okay, we got to we gotta trade Timmy, we got to trade Reggie. I mean, last week, when we were talking about Dorian Finney-Smith moving, we were making trades with Utah or Miami or whoever to, like, oh, well, maybe we can get this guy in a first or we can get this and this. And now he's gone. <laughs> Dorian's gone. We have Kyrie. And it feels like, and this is, this is another, this feels like a bad feeling to have. It feels like anybody is on the trading block, is on the chopping block, which I appreciate because we've spent so many years. And as Mavs fans, we grow attached, but it also felt like our front office was attached to certain players. Like yeah. our front office was too invested in like, well, they're like, they're our guy. They're a glue guy. They're a great locker room presence. They're a Dallas Maverick and we want to stand by them. Um, and it finally seems like we're treating we're treating all of these interchangeable pieces as like these are assets that you need to use to develop a roster to put together a winning basketball team. They're not, you know, you hang on and you put guys on a pedestal for too long and you're not able to make the big moves down the road. And this, yeah. this is a yeah. big move. This is a big move. Yeah. And look, we're a basketball Big team. Gamble. We're a basketball team. I'm a basketball fan, so like, I'm glad that this team is making the basketball moves. It would have been another year of us being blue balled, really, if we made another sort of flaccid bench upgrade type situation. You know, if it was some, uh, you know, a minor nudge, we'd we'd have similar we'd have similar complaints that we've had in in, in other years. So, yeah, we at least get something new to whine about <laughs> if this if it doesn't pan out. And and Nico Harrison has checked his box for for um for being the big big wig grab a big free agent guy so like he at least gets some you know we get there's there's some points to be had here regardless of how how it pans out interesting interesting trade man i'm i'm man, i cannot believe it i cannot believe it <laughs> yeah it's wild um right now i i am beside myself i'm i'm kind of annoyed I think I think in the long run this is gonna this is not gonna work out. You guys have seen my my text tirades. Um, but <laughs> you know, when's our next game? Tomorrow night? Uh, or do we play tonight? Um, you know, like all that could change once um, once they get on the court. You know, uh, right now there's a lot of. A lot of gritted teeth, a lot of gnashing of teeth. But uh, once we start playing basketball, you know, winning fixes everything. So just yeah. go go win some basketball games, you know. Yeah, hopefully, like Jaden Hardy and Josh Green don't become like disciples in covenant robes to whatever Kyrie's. Yeah, hopefully, he's not a bad locker room guy. But <laughs> that's that's my biggest concern. I don't, I don't want him to convert Luca to. <laughs> to the dark to the dark arts but yeah yeah i yeah i 
I don't know. How susceptible do you think uh, Luca is to some anti-vax misinformation? Like, is is Kyrie gonna sit next to him and he's like, "Hey, you gotta watch this documentary I found I found on on the dark web." You know, like these guys are really they're they're pulling the face off the 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 machine yeah. that's honestly you never know, here's, man. You never know. here's the here's the bigger <laughs> issue or just like the 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 comedy of it is i i i think luca luca gets along with anybody that you know can hoop um so i i don't doubt that like luca and Kyrie will find a way to make it work on the court i i am more concerned about the personality the gigantic personality you have in mark cuban and Kyrie irving and there is no way that those two don't you know that there aren't some pointed tweets or pointed remarks post game press conference like mark cuban is far like i mean both of them honestly they kind of deserve each other because they're both <laughs> yeah. uh well said so out there um <laughs> so i don't know maybe maybe we deserve the circus yeah um, i think i think we do i think we do the fans don't. I don't know. <laughs> but... I mean, it'll put it'll put butts in seats, and hopefully, hopefully, it works sure. out. Um, well, if uh, if you guys at home have any thoughts on this blockbuster trade, um, you can tweet at us at uh, buckets beyond, uh, or you can, I guess, DM us on Instagram. Uh, if that's if that's slide into those Instagram DMs at buckets and beyond on Instagram. Uh, we will be back with a trade deadline podcast this Thursday, breaking down probably this trade and hopefully some other moves that the Mavericks make and any other moves around the league. Uh, and yeah, you can catch us on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, Jay, good, good emergency podcasting with you. I'm, I'm hoping it works out. I'm hoping it works out. I doubt that it will, but we're hoping. We're believing. We're gonna, we're gonna keep watching. That Myers gonna be glued to the screen. That's for damn sure. Yeah, a little, a little bit bored last month, but yeah, a lot to look forward to. We will catch y'all on the flip side.